This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Well, the original music of Malombo there. Yeah, and of course, paying tribute to the legend himself. Julian Bahula went to the stage theatre yesterday. The artists came in numbers, like we mentioned, the likes of Azam Pajo, Hostix Mabuse, um, yeah, many others. Uh, it was fantastic. Bravuse Matlasela. And yeah, we had uh, Nakedi Ribani, Dr. Nakedi Ribani. Sintaolele, they called her yesterday. And I laughed my lungs out that even today they're still calling her Sintaolele. Yeah, from that uh, movie, Wabun Kushin. Yeah, so it was a fantastic tribute by the uh, by the by the artists. But we just felt that um, somebody who have known Brajulan for so many years, somebody who have worked with him, Tateli uh, Fifitladi, all the way from Sweden, we've spoken we have spoken to him before on the show about his work, his activism, and his decision to leave South Africa in 1976 because of the brutal. Um, brutal system of apartheid after being incarcerated for two months and he decided to skip the country while he was on bail. Went to Botswana, ended up in Sweden and he still lives in Sweden but we are in constant contact with Bradley uh, Fifitladi joining us all the way from Sweden. Mr. Tladi, good morning to you. Welcome. Hey, hey, the guy. <laughs> That's the poet in you. Recite <laughs> Yeah, but Yeah, exactly. Your friend is gone. Yeah. Julian Bahula. Mm. Yes. Mm. Yeah, I. Well, we can only hope or at least the Toronto High developing the Ronata we push us a lady after to have the artillery. Yeah. And Julian was one of the most important artists who actually engaged Music wahase in the development Yabubuche Baru. And uh, one of the most important things is is contribution Yamalumbo as a band. And Malumbo actually there is no musical genre. SLA Yavanali diversity Ohaisaya Malumboni. You know? Because Malumbo itumili Braavi Philippi Li Li Julia. And then Yapatala Patwella Avi Julianili Laki Rank. Malumbo just makers. And then Malumbo just mainly Yavas and then from there there was another group that's how we identify 
the tradition of Malumbu jazz music. Bariki Katanga jazz made, which was actually a duet. Yeah, a flutist, and then a young boy was 13 years, Aranuka Nerupa Yonea Malumbu. 13 years. Yeah. The next group, A. Divenu Biling Malumbu, was actually called the Malumbu Jazz Made Messengers, which was actually what ultimately brought Julian when we called ourselves Malumbu Jazz Messengers. I don't know, man. Then why don't you find your own name? And then our vibraphone is Rantoving Moko. I don't know why Rasaipiti Dashiki. So then Dashiki was the third group in a, a continual tradition near Malumbu. And then there was another group, Yago Atribilibariki Bazuka, which was piano and the drama was a, a lady. Which the actually younger brother was the pianist, and then from there, Wanali Go, Wanali Nirupa, Wanali Malo poets, which was actually Malombo poets, and then Wanali Yabu Kayama Masangu, yeah, Sakili. So you can see Uri, and then there was another group called To, and another development, yeah, the same Malumbu music, uh, Batsumi. Mm. So, as I say, contribution to Malumbu is so big that actually, Kiona Ivanilin, diversity, Yamalopo, Amanchi, more than any group, it, it new dimensions to the sound of Tanale, Kidunumal, Oban, uttering music or much OP, and then Lewa Basut, Oban, especially more Gideon place. But Julian was actually important because Nele Chomia Kuluya to Milifeni, Oban, and that's how the first album on Elia Gideon Tracy was that he was very influential in saying Bragidione, Averiki said Merego, Wadumile for the cover. And then you can see he continued that tradition yeah, using Dumile's work for the album with a high and myself and all the major posters of gigs he had London. So Julian understood the relationship yeah, the visual artists and the musicians. Yes. And that's why even Leonard through Bayarunaya Dashiki regularly the artist and then coordinated this relationship and as you know he even worked a lot with uh, the photographer and his coach, whatever, and you can see Legamudi Pugenza and the Udengi and things like that. But that is Julian's broader 
connection, yeah, the art. Yeah, all right. Let's pause it there. Lufifitladi all the way yep. from Sweden as we pay tribute to Brajulian Bahula who passed on last yep. Sunday. And we're going to now be joined by a family spokesperson. We'll be having this conversation also with Mr. Rapi Tsimonsu, um, yeah, who was there at the State Theatre yesterday. So, yeah, we're going to be continuing our conversation with Rapi Tsimonsu and Lufifitladi in reflecting on the life of Brajulen Subotoma Bahula. Speak up. Call the power line on 0861-987-000. Dear Lady Natla, dear Lady Century, Tate Rabitsumunso, good morning to you. Welcome to power. Good morning, good morning. Well, Bralifivitladi has just given us a picture of the career of Brajulen from the days of Malombo. Uh, up to up to now so but he was not only a musician he was um, an accomplished person and he was a political activist in his own right some of us don't know much about that so if you can be from a family perspective outline to us those who don't know the role that Brajulian played using the power of the arts to push back against the brutal system of apartheid Brajulian was an, a political activist anchored in culture and tradition. <clears throat> and every time I um, uh, tried to greet on, and speak to Brazilian, he liked a poet, a poem by a guy called Mpila, Mpila Mahoba. And that poem, uh, he, you know, I used to call him so many times that I ended up internalizing the poem. That was his favorite poem that he wanted to also use in his uh, uh, album. It was not to be because even Mpila passed on and 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 died a pauper. He was in the mortuary for six months. Mm. Nobody mm. able to assist him in any way. Yeah. But that is a state of poet of uh, artists in South Africa. Yeah. The political activism of Rajulian was to abhor apartheid in its total formation. But using that soft power of the role of art, in his case music, in one co-opting other international artists to perform, and he also formed a group called Jabula in pursuing that. He played with uh, artists who were in the anti-apartheid movement of other countries like in Denmark, his uh, saxophonist was from Denmark. Uh, his bass guitar um, guy was from uh, Italy, Roberta Bellatella. Njoko uh, was from uh, Eastern Cape, who passed who passed on. So he he was an in, he was internationalizing also the art form to in, to co-opt, not to coerce, but to co-opt other people in the understanding that we were pursuing 
a fight against the party. Performed everywhere, everywhere. And in that sense, he then was able to mobilize people in 1983. He conceived of the idea of a Nelson Mandela concept, uh, the release Mandela concept. He worked with the anti-apartheid movement. And he called me, uh, I was still in England then, to say, Rapidsi, I want you to be part of this thing. But I said, no, me, me, I can't be too loud because in England here, I'm not supposed to be too active. I'm underground for the ANC. But he said, no, no, no. Uh, I want you to be part of organizing this particular thing. And it was organized at the Alexander Paris in 1983. That was the first Nelson Mandela concert. And that was his idea. It was then followed by another concert of the 1988 that was at Wembley concert. But during that phase, remember, you'd have to mobilize and co-opt the Tracy Chapmans, the Peter Gabriels, a lot of other artists had to, to understand that this one is a battle against apartheid. That was the concert of 1988. Yeah. And Brad Julian continued in his very humane way to mobilize people and to, to be professional about the art, about the music. Yeah. And still pursued uh, uh, the anti-apartheid struggle. He called me one he told me one time when we were talking, uh, he said to me, you know, I was asked by Oliver Tambo to continue with my art form. And I think Oliver Tambo also asked a group called uh, Amanda to also do the same thing. So at that time, uh, Oliver Tambo wanted the art to also play a role in the struggle. Yeah. If, if you mentioned Opa Mukou or shall, shall I say Rantubeng Mukou, who he performed with, uh, in Botswana. And Opa was one of the uh, five artists that actually designed the ANC logo that you have today in the form that it is. And uh, much is not known about that. But that was Oliver Tambo who said, guys, pursue your art form, but in, in prosecuting the struggle. Okay. The voice of Rabitu Munso, the dear friend of uh, the late Brajulian Bahula, also speaking on behalf of the family. And of course, Bralifi uh, Fitladi joining us all the way from Sweden. Um, composer, visual artist, musician. Bralifi, have we got to appreciate? Do you think we, we appreciate the power of the arts? I mean, Bralifi has just mentioned about some of the poets dying as paupers and so on. And looking at the state of South Africa now, we are in a state of flux. And people, are, you know, where are the artists? Do we, do we understand the role and power of the arts? Look at you guys, you know, going in exile, but pushing against the brutal system because the apartheid government had a very strong nerve where they were even sending their spies internationally. I mean, they were... Bukrik Williamson, they infiltrated universities in Sweden and Switzerland and so on and so forth. But do we get a 
do we understand as South Africans the role and power of the arts? Yeah, my brother, I think as South Africans, we do understand the role of the artists, and we have been quite supportive of the artists, even during your Nagua apartheid. But the problematic has always lied in the fact that, unfortunately, the politicians never understood the role of the artists, you know? Mm. And that is where the real problem is, that the people who are running the arts in all the so-called ministries of arts and funny haha and culture, but that's another story because culture is... Uh, Culture is the collective body, yeah, the arts. Mm. So the ministries are the operatives of this ministry study at the Adifustan or the peoples, yeah, at the Kinimul Society. But it was understood the role of the arts in the liberation struggle. And when you looked at the standard and level of our creativity, you know, as artists, even the part, the major part of the Western world that measures a people's standard through their aesthetic, when they looked at the standard, they were so high, you know, just as an example that, you know, we are the only people within Africa that have, for example, Dollar Brand has about 10 solo pianos, you know? <laughs> Chris McGregor has two solo pianos. The Gim Selegu has one solo piano. You know, uh, Hotep Galette has two solo pianos. Actually, the only people that have recorded a solo bass Harry Miller, for an example, and I just discovered last week there was another solo album, Johnny Mego, Johnny Chani, your bass, you know? Mm. And only the amount of contribution that we have done as artists in the liberation struggle vis a vis just Merigua and a school, you know, mm. as a photographer, you know? And how NS Cold pictures were used to actually explain to the people of the world the condition of black people, mm. you know, in his house of bondage. And look at, for example, the great work done by <coughs> the photographer uh, George Hallett, who actually, when you look at the photographs on the Bukia house of bondage, not house of bondage, I mean, the African Writers Series, Heinemann, all those writers more at the back of this Heinemann picture, they were done by, you know, George Hallett. And if we understood the role of artists, by today we should actually be having a pictorial museum of African writers, you know, mm. on that level. 
and living like the book yeah and this cold house of bondage it yeah. has been republished yeah. and what Julian were working close 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 and it's cold but look at the pictures the house of bondage and then Olivelejo South Africa it's like house of bondage revisited you know. <laughs> House of Bondage revisited. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. Let's okay. Let's pause it there, Brali Fifi. Let's pause it there. Let me bring. Uh, let me bring rapids because I wanna. I wanna. You know. I just want to to conclude this part because the free the free Nelson Mandela concert rapids. It 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 angered the apartheid government badly because they were exposed internationally by the cultural activists. Because three years later, they even declared a state of emergency, if you recall. In 1986, the National Party, the Khrod Krogodel himself, you know, instituted the state of emergency. But I'm trying to establish, was that concert a springboard to galvanize international support um, in a fight against apartheid, yeah, because well, he because he performed the song "Free Nelson Mandela." Yes, in 1983. Yes. Now, uh, let me say before I start there, um, Ernest Cole's work. Rajulian gave me a book, original one of the original books, uh, Ernest Cole, and introduced me also to George Hallett, who we met I met uh, in Holland. At the um, um, culture against uh, culture in another South Africa. So, uh, uh, Brazilian then introduced me to the publishers of the work of NS Cole, and I did my masters in photography based on the work here NS Cole. So, as a, so Brazilian was to take me to all the sports. He's the one who took uh, NS Cole, NS Cole to the various places which uh, NS Cole took the pictures of. He took uh, the pictures he was going with and it's cold. So he was supposed to do the same thing with me, mm. but I continued with my work, with my academic work on the work, yeah, and it's cold. Uh, I'm just saying to Brother uh, Lefifi, you, you have uh, some publishing to do, Brother Lefifi, because I know you are, um, you are uh, a very, very resourceful person and you need to publish that the 1983 mm. concert <clears throat> uh, was a, a, a mighty blow also uh, to the apartheid uh, people because that's where also people like Prahu Masekela was invited. I don't know whether he was in Botswana or in America, but he came and played and, and he played his heart out. I was there. And uh, Usibisa was there. They played, they, they were regrouping for the first time. After many years of having split, they came together to perform for the Free Nelson Mandela concert. It was a mighty blow to the apartheid uh, system in its culture, cultural form because the organic, so the society of the British and other people in Europe 
indicated that they are actually against apartheid. The ordinary uh, uh, people came and attended uh, the show as part of a solidarity effort against apartheid and in uh, and, and working with the anti-apartheid movement of the time. So the Hrut Kokodal uh, certainly was unhappy about that thing. It was very, very successful. All right. Let's hear a little bit of what happened in London in 1983 on the Free Nelson Mandela concert by Julian Bahula. Speak up. Call the power line on was happening there, Boaza, Vincent Mpago. Bralififi, you are represented at the State Theatre. You've got an opportunity to give us a poem. <laughs> your bra has gone, me bra. So, it's your chance. Yeah. Give, give Brajulian a poem, if you, if you want. But you were represented oh, why, why yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> Before this poem, I wanted to propound a little bit. You know, two weeks ago, about, we were talking, I called Brad Julian, and then we we're just talking, and I was telling him, Brad, uh, Brad Julian, I have one question I've never understood. And when a fellow Gampang Ansarati, you know, Africa was actually banned in South Africa, and even this album, Yahao, banned in South Africa, in Aling. Uh, government gazette front page the record is banned like that it shows your contributions as a worker against 
you're not apartheid and things like that. But, Brad Julian, I have one important question. Your, where the main spokesperson, the creator of this Free Mandela concerts and things like that. But why, when Mandela was inaugurated, Jabula is at Hanukkah at the independence inauguration? Actually, I was not even invited at the inauguration. Why what? Mm. And not only that, Leos Miriam inauguration in Mozambique, Angola, Agostino, Neto, and all over Africa. And why was she not participating? Go inauguration in Mandela. And also Miriam, not only that, she was right there at the Union building. Hmm. invitation, you know? Sure. And if you want to understand the details of the story, read her book. Well, mm. And things like that. As Brahma so, B used to say, my B to be jani. But let's say now we are going to be ridiculous. Yeah, used to. And wabona now, how will the Rubata say now we are going to be ridiculous? How level of concept they are malumbo within the black consciousness mainstream? Or malumbo was actually part of the true cultural African Renaissance, you know, because. Through Malombo Retumli, we demoha Reboma, Rachincha, the Aparotaro, only Belly or not the performance, it's a Malombo, Mabi, and Ledashi, your Nersa Trelerapara, the Sutu, Vianega, the Jazz Ministers, and things like that. The rapper, the Aparotaro, not a seat. Limi Riviero, Nile Matafara, you know, and Mauru Nevaidor, Hemuru Liviani, who represent the Mau Mau, the revolutionary spirit. Yeah. Malumbo was part of the major organization of a cultural renaissance. But you get it. And yeah. that was incredible. You know? Indeed. But as the poem I wrote for who aladi bo du ke ho ho ka mano ba re tseba tsebo ya bo re ya tseba ba rona ba ape ba masuka ba ape ka moro wa dipiki ya la lema ga gore ba o ba goletseng motseng wa dipudidi maleme matala ba hlola bodidi ge ba ala merogo ya bo hlola lapeng lang wana khoshe ya ngaka afrika ka mantso ya ke ipapola se faponong sa le rao Give it to us live from Sweden, <laughs> our elder, our legend. Let me take the calls. Let me go to Lotus Garden. 
France, good morning, welcome. France. Uh, France, please switch off your radio. Let me go to Gugu in Motlake. Gugu, good morning, welcome. Hi, Mario, how are you? Fine, how are you, Mrs. Gooks? I'm good, I'm good. Mm. Hey, when I heard of uh, Brazilian passing, you know, I was so happy. Of course, you know that um, our fathers are not going to live forever. Yes. But it always helps, nonetheless. But um, I just console myself with remembering. I only got to know him personally after 2000. And I just console myself by knowing what it, I mean, he used a lot of Ubuntu. He would call and he was so nice and generous. And I really, really hope he rests in peace. And I hope that his family takes uh, um, so in the fact that, you know, people still love him so much after all these years. And of course, he did come home regularly. But the fact that people still love him so much, it's something, you know, considering what people are forgotten so easily. But yeah, you know, it's an end of an era and another lesson, you know, just goes. But I really, really hope hope that he's doing something. As Google, those messages, that was what was happening at the State Theatre. The the generosity and the kindness of Brad Julian, yeah, it it was reflected yesterday. That's what people were saying at the State Theatre. And let me go back to Lotus Gardens, France. Welcome. Good. How are you guys? We're good, France. Yep. I think I'm enjoying the discussion, but I want Brad Julian. To remember one thing, I'm very, very young. Go Brazilian, amongst, but Banevamu Bonzane, Tibo Stimela, Borei Piri, Yuma Sikela, Bo Malombo, Bargeman, Tatoago, Atawago, Oago, Mamelot. My father used to say, France, listen to the music and over the arts and culture. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, France, in Lotus there. Mr. Rapid um a lot of developments. Yes. Maybe before we run out of time, um, the the first memorial um, happened um, yesterday at the State Theatre. What are the plans in terms of the whether there are any other memorials as, as well as the funeral arrangements for Brajula and Bahula? Yes. Uh, uh, I was thinking uh, Brajulian's wife had wished that there should be another memorial within the precinct of where Brajulian grew up, uh, which is at uh, Mamelodi. You remember that uh, the first time Brajulian joined A.B. Kindi and Philip Tabane was at the Mamelodi Community Hall. So this will be at the Mamelodi Community Hall. So Malombo was formed there. Then the funeral will be on Saturday. Okay, so the memorial is when? The memorial is when? The the funeral will be on the 12th. I mean the memorial. Memorial will be on the 12th in Mamelodi starting at 11. Mamelodi Community Hall on Thursday the 12th. The funeral will be on the 14th. It will be the Saturday. All right. And I've I've seen somewhere that it's like government has um, 
has issued a statement to saying the flags in Gauteng must be flown in half-mast in respect of uh, Prajudan Bahula's passing. Indeed, that will be uh, the, a great honor uh, in, in, in that sense. But uh, uh, that, will be, that was from the Arts and Culture Department. Uh, we prayfully hope that um, the uh, that the president will sign off on a an official funeral, uh, but we have not uh, received the official version of that uh, particular uh, request that had been made. But it is hoped that um, it was positive that Brazilian could get, uh, will get an official uh, funeral. All is uh, is is uh, looking very good. All right, let me go to Tabo in Mamilodi. Tabo, good morning, welcome. Morning, Murillo. Uh, Murillo, you know, it said that, uh, in fact, even Mr. George Jujay Bahula was my dad friend, you know. Uh, when he came from the U.S. to come visit CTA in, in, in South Africa, he would, he would always come to see my, my, my father. But people who, who didn't recognize who he is, you know. Even at my house, they they they. they they didn't know who he was, uh, and then uh, what is Mama Lombo, you know, and, and, and their role that they played. But they always know about the OJs, Al Green, and all those things, all, all, all those popular artists from America. The reason is that in other countries, you know, art and culture is taken seriously. And then we talk of, of a country where blacks are a minority, but black people, they're keeping their history alive. Here in South Africa, we are the majority. We even have a black government, but no one is taking art and culture very seriously. It's so sad. Okay. Tabu there from Mamelodi getting it out of his chest. Speak up. Speak up. Call the power line on 0861-987-000. Well, at the memorial service yesterday, it was revealed that uh, Brajulen just lived in a place called Yastres. So, which was interesting, but not the Iesteresia Mamelu that we know. That was what was described in the memorial service. In the background, the song that we play, it's from a boy from Iestres. Mara, that side, the Hamaskra, Labustengvater, Nomen Chauke. And he sent me a message. He says, Brajulan wanted me to go to London with him, but unfortunately, patriotism did its work on me. I should have stayed in Japan. But because of the love of my country, I couldn't. The first time I met Brajulian face to face, it was at Vista Arena in Mamilodi when we were welcoming him from exile. He was sitting somewhere at the VIP with Brapita Tladi, and I'm sure Brapita knows the day very well. Brajulian loved me the very first time he saw me. I just feel guilty for not fitting in his view about me. Aile Matsazi, he wasn't happy about the current politicians. That's the message there from the artist. Nomen Chauke. This is the song that we're playing in the background. We're just about to wrap up our conversation. Bradley Fifitladi, how should we remember Brajulen as we conclude? Uh, you know, the only way we can remember Brajulen is by introducing him into the music history of South Africa. And in actual fact, we need to commemoration is when you remember some person and the remembrance is actually 
these memorials should be done at music academies throughout South Africa, where people can go and explain to students where the contribution is a Julian mainly in. And that's the only way we can really remember him, to put him within Yona. Actually, where is the specifically dedicated to but wama lumbo boboche kom mamelochi isn't by your huluki all at all these other places all the malumbo people have been buried in this graveyard called the malumbo shrine graveyard and we come on ritano yamela until braevi Asamaya and then even Wamatomo Ato it collegan the brothers it also kita haitamalo but the return the lungale mavita amalo. What a history it will be. Absolutely. Yeah. And even a friend of mine, Tony Simanga, was saying that we should actually rename Mamelodi Malombo City. Did it the trata to every Maya? It can be two Malombo Street, Governor Philip Tavan, Governor Julian Bahula, NS Cole, all this go, the Tim Tombin. There's lots of artists who are not represented, and this is how we can memorialize them. Hey, imagine that. Okay, because of time. Rarapiti, Riri Bahabahula, Lalankanto, Madia Atsoloche. Any final message from the family? Well, uh, let the Brazilian see no more pain, but more grace. He was like a diamond set in our midst that, we, that he was worth retaining. He was of human sway. And we uh, we will await uh, the thank you at the graveyard because in our culture we don't thank people who are arranging funerals in advance. Kenneth, my Badangi, it was good to be with you this morning, even under these circumstances. Marwari lusolo kholo ditseo. Brali fifi badangi mekrutman. Eita. Bramunso. Eita. Thank you so much. Thank you. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.